Hello, my name is Helene Levy-Payne. I am an elder law attorney and founder of the Elder Law and Life Care Planning Center with offices in Shalote and Wilmington. Welcome to our web series called Purposefully Prepared. Unfortunately, the lockdown to slow the spread of COVID-19 has caused many hardships. These hardships affect not only the people working to take care of the sick and the elderly, but the sick and the elderly themselves. This is the greatest hardship because they are the most in need of love, connectivity, socialization. Hardship doesn't even begin to describe the patient in a hospital who may be facing a terrible illness or dying with no one there to comfort them, to guide them. That is why we're calling episode one, Grieving the Living. We used to think about that when we were dealing with people that were living with dementia. We knew that we were seeing the loved one, seeing the person that we've known and loved and adored, but that person was no longer there in different shades and different variations. And so that was when we realized that grieving the living had taken on this significance. But now grieving the living also applies to COVID-19. We have people that are sheltered in place and the families have no access to these people. So it's really important in Purposefully Prepared to be thinking about how we can best support those people in addition to the people that are taking care of our family members. They also have been putting themselves at risk, putting their families at risk. And so we wanna be mindful that we're also doing something for them at every opportunity. Make sure you protect those at high risk. We've been told that people age 65 and over and or people with immunocompromised systems are especially at risk for COVID. We also have been told that people with obesity and diabetes are at risk. So make sure that you're looking out for these people in particular when you're checking in on your family. It might be that many of us have not thought of, about what I'm about to say next in a long time. Do you remember the last time you packed a hospital bag? I know I do. That was when I was preparing to have my children to give birth to them at the hospital. So I think it's an important point here to pack back because in the event that you do become symptomatic and if it progresses rapidly, you want to be prepared and you want everything in a to-go bag and ready to grab and go. The issue is that if you do forget something, maybe a phone charger or some device charger, where it, whereas other times it would have been easier to get it, a family member could have just run it up to you with all of the different protocols in place for COVID, that might be very difficult. So make sure that you're packing the things that are important to you, not just your 
toiletries, your sundries, your necessities, medications, things like that, but also the things that give you comfort. So floss, for example, you'd be surprised that's not available in the hospital, not even in the gift shop. So you want to make sure you bring floss. Make sure that you, if it's important to you, that you bring rubber sandals. Think about walking around in the bathroom or the shower. Um, and if you're very conscious of being hygienic, you might want to have rubber sandals with you. So let's think about your family members that have been basically holed up if they're living in a facility or they are in a hospital. You want to make sure that you can provide them the things that they used to have taken for granted maybe, but that they don't have currently access to. So that would be devices. Now some facilities are allowing residents and patients to use um, shared devices, and of course they're following all of um, the compliance with disinfecting protocol. But if you can provide your own family member or loved one with their own device, that would be very helpful. And this way they can always stay connected and at any time and be able to reach family and just have that very critical, important social interaction. Think about what they may need. So that might be a, a TV tray table or a something to sit at games and entertainment, arts and crafts, things that you know will engage them and pass the time until such time as we can come together again. Remember that there's no substitute for in-person interaction. We also know that music is really important to people. So if you can supply people with MP3 players or headsets that have programmed music on them, that's a really great way to keep your loved one feeling um, positive and upbeat in spirit. We have a fundraising arm of the center called My Heart Sings. We load music to MP3 players that are headsets, and these go out to people living with dementia so that they can have access to music. Music has shown an amazing ability to reconnect people to their environment, to other people. And so if you're interested, please call our office. We give those headsets for free, but we do ask if you can for a donation so that we can bring more headsets to the community. I've seen some really cute things. People have gotten really creative. They've done chalk walks where they write on the sidewalk with chalk to inspire the people that are responding to the front lines. And it's just an uplifting, wonderful uh, gesture and expression. As we return to a new normal and things begin to open back up in what they're now calling a slow open, be sure that you remain patient if certain appointments are taking longer to get to um, because they're still non-emergent. I love the idea of goodie bags for staff members who are working at hospitals or facilities. They enjoy a snack, something that can just give them joy 
and something that they can grab and go. Be sure though, that you don't buy a whole cake, for example. That won't work because of compliance with disease um, protocols. So buy small packs, individually wrapped things, individually wrapped snacks, breakfast bars, chocolate if you have to, candy for the people that are working on the front lines. That'll go a long way. Our web series entitled Purposefully Prepared, especially significant in light of COVID because we are all experiencing this new sense of normal that is going to take on different shades as we go. As an elder law attorney, I am always stressing to people the importance of being prepared. What are we if we're not prepared? I have found that there are two types of people. There's one set who panic in a crisis. And then there's another set of people who just jump right into action. I'm going to suggest that in both situations, neither is thinking at their clearest. And so the people that are prepared when they jump into action are going to fare better. When you are prepared in advance of a crisis, you are forward thinking and able to think and respond more calmly to what's happening. I think we would all agree that that's a better way to approach the crisis. No one welcomes a crisis, but we do know that crisis strikes and being prepared is key. Being prepared is helpful when you are the one facing the crisis, but it's also extremely helpful if you're advocating for someone. You'll be able to advocate more responsibly and be a better and more effective advocate. Here are some of the things that you'll want to think about to be purposefully prepared. Make sure that your estate plan is up to date and current. This is very important because your estate plan is going to come into play if crisis should strike. We'll be covering powers of attorney in more depth in episode two. Make sure that you have alternates to the people that you named in your powers of attorney. Especially now, we want to be very aware that our alternates, the people that we named, to help us make decisions when we can't for ourselves may not be available. They might be first responders. They might be working in our hospitals and our facilities. They may fall sick or a family member of theirs falls sick or even worse, they or a family member may die. So it's very, very important to have this succession of people to be sure that there's always someone who can step in for you and advocate for you and be your voice. Thank you for joining us for Purposefully Prepared, episode one. That was just a short introduction to what we are now finding ourselves in, which is this new normal in response to COVID. But our future episodes will be dealing with the importance of your estate plan, particularly your powers of attorney. And then in other episodes, we'll be talking about the importance of wills and trusts and how sometimes they, those don't even work. 
and what you have to do to make sure that they do work. We'll also be talking about making sure that your estate plan, pieces of your estate plan, coordinate with one another. So please join us for our future episodes. We really appreciate your listening.